Buckle up! This podcast is going to be all about the journey. Hi, I'm Clara, your host of Talk Journey to Me podcast. I'm so glad you're here. This podcast really stemmed from the thought that everyone comes from a different background and how they have handled their highs and lows of life. Join us as we dive deeper into my guest's story. Buckle up for another episode of Talk Journey to Me. Hi, I'm Clara, and in this episode, I am going to dive deeper into my personal story. So where we left off last time was at the year five, five years old, and in this episode, I'm going to go through kind of the elementary school years and living with my grandparents, Um, so let's dive in. So with me starting school, there were a lot of unknowns with the school on how they were going to treat me. Um, Certain teachers, um, some would not want me in their classroom, which is crazy, Um, but that's just how it was in the early 90s. And there's some other things of I... I had such an intense childhood. Um, I had to go to my doctor at Nationwide Children's in Columbus, Ohio. And I feel like I was there. I think I was there like every two weeks doing IVIG, um, which is a, a needle that they plug into some... Um, It helps, it's hard to explain because I'm not in the medical field, but it basically helps your immune system grow stronger to be able to fight off the normal day-to-day things. And even with those, I got so sick. And within even my first two years of birth, I had so many different books of how many shots I had. And to this day, I still get a lot more shots than probably the normal person, which is fine. I'd rather be safe than sorry. But I have seven books, seven like huge three ring binders are probably, I think they're six inches. I have seven of them on record. And they had to transfer all of those like in the last couple of years to digital, which is hysterical um, because good luck with that. But a lot of my elementary school was very unknown and I got sick a lot. I missed a lot of school, which really sucked because I really like school. Um, I love to learn um, and I loved being around people and friends, but I got chicken pox seven times. I had shingles three times. I had ear infections a lot and I had sinus infections and staph infections and it just I feel like I didn't know a time that I wasn't sick um, when I was little. And um, I was kept in a bubble, I should say, with my grandparents. And I say that very nicely, um, but sometimes it really hurts because I feel like as a kid, I couldn't do a lot of things because they were just so scared. They, and, and that's just me thinking what they are feeling, which I can't assume what their feelings are, but 
they were just scared to have me connect and get sick again or um, being able to control the situations and the fear of the unknown of what was going to happen. That if they already lost a daughter, they didn't want to lose a granddaughter too, which I completely understand. Um, and I remember I was such on a schedule and maybe this is part of why I'm such a great planner now that I remember coming home from school and I had to get my homework done before I was allowed to play. And dinner was at a specific time every single day. And even after I came home from school, like me wanting to play, I would go outside or I would play school inside if it was raining. And it was it it was just such a joy um, to have those moments. But there were also moments that I think got taken away. Um, I had bedtime, I think, was six or 7 p.m. at night. And it was crazy because I could even hear I would I would lay there and hear the kids in the neighborhood outside still playing and I couldn't be a part of it. And I felt so left out. And I also was not able to partake in certain holidays um, due to specific religion. Um, with my grandparents being Christian, they had very strong feelings about Halloween being a devil's holiday. And I remember every Halloween sitting at the window and watching kids in cute costumes walk by and get candy. Um, but we were the only house on the block that didn't serve candy. And we had a note on the door that said, we do not partake in Halloween activities. We will not be serving candy. Um, and it just, it was one of those things of, I got made fun of for not being able to partake in those things. And it just, I felt like some of my childhood kind of got ripped um, from me, but it's okay because I partaked in Halloween a lot in high in college, you know, the crazy days. Um, but on some lighter notes, I remember some fun, I remember some fun events in my childhood. And when I would try to fall asleep and I wasn't able to, um, because of whatever reason, I was just awake. I remember getting up and um, I think my aunts told me a story that they did this too in the childhood home. And where the stairs were, you could, with the railings, you could see the TV downstairs if you sat at like the top two or three steps. And I would always like lay on my stomach and then like peek through where you could only see like an eyeball. And I always got caught because there was this one step that was a little too squeaky. And if you stepped on it the wrong way, you would you would make a squeak noise. And I always got caught and but I never got in trouble with that. And I don't know if it's because my grandpa had a soft spot for me or what it was, but 
he he would always be like, oh, can you not sleep? And I'd be like, no. And then I would go downstairs and he would be eating popcorn, watching like a basketball game or a football game or whatever um, was on the TV. And I remember I would curl up in his recliner with him and I would eat popcorn with him and watch whatever was on the TV. And I think that I was asleep in probably 15 minutes. Um, so, which is probably also why when I watch basketball or certain movies, I kind of fall asleep like in an instant. But I remember those fun times of being able to do that. And having times going to my different aunts' houses. And I didn't mention this in my other um, video recording, but when I was four, I went to go see my aunt and uncle in the Carolinas. And I, since I was four, I technically couldn't be on a plane by myself. So they had... They had to say I was five and to get me on the plane. And I literally sat down and told the stewardess as I'm like getting buckled in, I was like, do you want to know a secret? I'm not really four or I'm not really five. I'm four years old. And like I ratted my own family out. Like, isn't that crazy? But saw my I saw my aunt and uncle in the Carolinas and that year was also a hurricane and since they were in the Carolinas I lived through a hurricane so I don't remember much about it but I lived through it um but going through school and having teachers that don't want you in your classroom because of a health situation is very hurtful. And I know the fear of the unknown is crazy um, and a real thing because I have the fear of the unknown with certain situations as well. But everybody is so quick to judge others. And it's very hard when a teacher doesn't even want you in their classroom. And you have to get switched to a different classroom. And I am so very grateful for the teachers that did allow me to go to school because there are so many times that I think my family thought about homeschooling just so they could control the situation. But I feel like I wouldn't have strong connections with those around me. Um or strong friendships, or even have the bubbly outgoing self that I am if I didn't have that interaction at school because I am such an extrovert. And I do remember going to certain family events and asking where certain family members were and not really understanding why they weren't there um, and coming to find out like, later on when I was older, they would say, like, my family would tell me, like, it's because of your, like, your health status. And it's just get educated. Like, if you don't know, like, ask somebody who does or ask the people that are around them instead of just running away in fear. And it's so hard 
to sit and judge someone for something you don't even know about. Like do your education before, like before you like disown someone or judge someone. Um, I mean, and even Google, Google is not the best educator. Remember when you always Google your symptoms and then it says like, you're going to die. Like, check yourself and really real like really see where the resource is coming from and I always remembered there would be family members that wouldn't attend events because I was there but there were also family members that when they were there I get that they have such an open heart and care about you but they would constantly ask like okay it's 7 p.m do you think you should be still up like hanging out with your cousins or did you take your medicine today? Did you, it just, let my, let my parents, like my grandparents and my aunt and uncle control the situation. And I don't need another set. And I'm very grateful that family care to that level. But talk to me about how school's going or talk to me about, what present I just got for Christmas or for my birthday or how my friends are and my new relate, my new like relationships I've made or my dreams and aspirations as a kid, or if I'm looking forward to a trip or how swim lessons are going or anything like just you don't have to make it about the elephant in the room all the time. I am more than that. And I am, I'm allowed to be more than that. And I am worthy of being more than a disease that has taken so many people's lives. And I will not live my life in that fear of, not achieving my goals and dreams and having friendships and relationships based on just based on what I of the unknown and of it's going to take my life and it's not I'm going to make my life what I want it to be and as a kid during those years of supposed to be imagination years and creativity years and finding out who you want to be and what you love to do and your favorite things and like learning all these different emotions. I was also told different emotions of like, if I, if I cried, it would be put your big girl britches on. And I, it was very hard for me to then show that emotion and seeing anger come out as, as more of hurtful words and not not really I'm very blessed that it wasn't very physical but like then not being able to be around that and seeing the difference of different people have different emotions that then I wasn't used to when I got into my high school and college years when people would show their true emotions I didn't I I would shut down and not know how to support them or not know how to comfort them in their time of need because I was I was very closed off because I thought I would get in trouble if I showed certain emotions 
And that was something hard to overcome. Um, but I, I obviously am still working on it and things. Um, but there were a lot of just different family things that family events that would trigger certain emotions. And I never really spoke up about different things because it just wasn't, it wasn't the time or place. And I felt very lucky that I have a support system that loves me for me and gave me a definite chance. But there are times that I feel like I'm living my life fuller now and that I am more of a kid now than I probably was as a kid. Um, And there were some funny times too. Like I was an only child. So and being raised by my grandparents. So like your parents, when they get fed up with you, they normally send you to the grandparents and then they give you your grandparents give you all the sugar. They give you all the toys. They give you all the loving. Like I had that daily. Like I am super blessed. Like I was, I'm going to tell you, I was spoiled. Okay. And And I don't think I ever said thank you enough. And that's probably, I don't say I regret things, but that's something I probably would go back and do different is to tell them thank you more. And that I appreciate everything that they've done. And I love that they bought me socks and underwear for Christmas along with putting an apple and a banana in my stocking. Because even to this day, like I will, I'll tell my roommate like, Hey, we got to put our fruit in, in, in our stockings. And she'll always be like, yep. (laughs) Like it's just those great moments that you take for granted at the actual moment that they're happening. And then later in your life, you're like, wow, I really should have said thank you and I appreciate you more to those people in your life. And there were times that it was really hard to not call my grandparents my parents because like they weren't my mom. And I had those times that I would say, you're not my mom, you're not my dad. And feeling so independent and let me do what I want. And they were my parental figure and they were my guard, my legal guardian. So they were my parents, but it just didn't feel the same. And, and also losing a parent, like you, you don't, no one can really replace that person and nobody's going to be able to tell you the story from that person's point of view. And I am so grateful for all of the stories that my different family members have told me about my mom, because I probably would have never known certain things. But I also feel like there's something about someone telling you the story from their point of view. And it's something to be said for the story being told in first person. And I won't ever know what stories are true and what stories are not true, but I appreciate 
all of the stories that family members and friends have told me about my mother and have really shaped me to understand maybe why I do certain things because they're hereditary and I feel in tune with my mom sometimes. And there were times that as a kid, I would sit there in my bed and I would feel this calling and see my mother at the edge of my bed and she would comfort me through hard times um, and let me just talk. And I remember having my grandpa come in a couple times because I was apparently talking very loud. And he was like, who are you talking to? And I said, my mom. And he, he was a little bit taken back, but I believe that there are people that are watching over us and they may leave this earth and go to wherever you believe they go to. And I believe that their spirit still lingers and watches over us and We have those moments of when their favorite song is being played or when you smell a perfume or have their favorite food. You really have that. You really have that moment of them. And it's nice to have those moments and appreciate those moments because one day someone's going to have those moments with you. And when we're gone, that your favorite song comes on and it reminds them of you. And um, you're eating my favorite kind of pizza or you see a unicorn and you think of me. And there's those times that you're making, you're making an impact on people from the moment that you're born. And it's amazing to come to that realization. And I'm so excited to share the rest of my journey with you. In the meantime, enjoy some guest episodes.